Disclaimer! Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Slaying Demons. I am your host, Jocelyn, and this is a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I am joined and will be joined each and every week by my most favoritest, most fantastic ladies, Jules and Nevermore. So, Jules, you may know from Torn Think Tank, Nevermore is brand spanking new to this podcasting thing, <laughs> and we are very excited <laughs> to have her with us. Um, but yeah, so do you guys, uh, maybe starting with Jules, want to just give a quick little something about yourselves, and then uh, after we do that, then we'll go into exactly what the show's about and how we came up with the idea. So, Jules, you first. What is your okay. experience? <laughs> So I am Jewel Scott. I have been podcasting for about four and a half years doing Torn Think Tank, which has been a podcast about the Blizzard gamer behind the keyboard. Started out as World of Warcraft, and it's kind of the Dear Abby of <laughs> WoW podcasting now for all Blizzard games. Um, and uh, let's see, I have a degree in psychology. I am a uh, personal life coach. And she is the I, closest one who is like actually qualified. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this is this is an opportunity for us to do something a little bit more uh, focused outside of the gaming world and more personal about us. Um, Jocelyn and Never and I have known each other since about 2011, 2012. Um, it's been. Oh, my God. It's been, so, it's been like over five years now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Crazy. Um, and we've just been we've been excellent friends. And so I just wanted to I wanted to do something that's a little I mean, this is going to have some overlap to Torrent Think Tank. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about it. But um, this is actually an opportunity for me to talk more about me, <laughs> like, it's just like, which feels really <laughs> Screw weird. Marconin. Yeah. It's all about tools. <laughs> Marconin. What, no. um, Marconin is my co-host on Torrent Think Tank. Um, Let's see what else. I'm also um, the business manager for Signals Media LLC with Pat Crane. I do uh, another um, podcast called A Case of the Mondays. And I am the events director for Well Played Party, which is the BlizzCon party we do every year. So that's me. Which is super awesome and amazing and fun. And everyone should go if they're going to be at BlizzCon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so Nevermore, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, it's not as cool as Jules. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Jules is just like, I have the total elevator pitch of who I am as a person already set and done and ready to go. And Nevermore and I are like, so we do stuff and junk. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I play games. But you uh, do other stuff, too. You're very, very involved with AIE, right? Yes. I am an officer in AIE. And how long have you been an officer? Oh man, three or four years, probably. Yeah, a long time. yeah probably a little after I met Joss, I think, because mm -hmm. I wasn't at that point. I, I remember right. Yeah, and we just met in a total random dungeon -ish experience. We were actually raising money for the Extra Life charity and needed an extra person to come into our five-man panda dungeon because it was right after Pandaria launched. <laughs> and Nevermore was kind enough to join us on our excursion. So, uh, yeah, she helped us raise some money for children's charity. And we've been friends ever since because, as you guys already know, she is, like, the sweetest of sweethearts. And I just fell in love with her right away. 
I can be sweet and also not. <laughs> She's one of the sassiest people you will ever be. And that I is love true. it. That's very, very <laughs> that funny. She's very... also super, super crafty and creative. Yes. Hi, cool. <laughs> well, yeah. tell us about your your uh, your crafting because you have a business. I do have a little handmade geeky business. It's called Geek Asylum and it's on Etsy. And I started it because I wanted to make jewelry and accessories that I would wear. Um, because you get overwhelmed by all the different things that are available on Etsy. Uh, and you always kind of want to find your niche. And I was just like, I'm just going to let it go and do things that I would buy if I was shopping at a con or whatever and things like that. So I actually, for those of you who are watching the video stream, I actually just held up my little Triforce bow oh. that Nevermore made me. Like, I think our first ever Nertacular together, she gave me this and it is so adorable. I love it and wear it all the time. Yay, Triforce bow. Oh, wait, no, turn yeah. this way. Jocelyn does camera things. <laughs> <laughs> I literally put it in my hair and then turned the other way. <laughs> I am also really, really tired, guys. I stayed up for lunch last night for the new Warcraft expansion, and I played through until like six o'clock this morning. I slept for like four hours and then got back up and played some more. So bear with me because I'm a little bit <laughs> a little bit sleepy right now. But uh, we did not want to. Once we had the idea for the show, we did not want to kind of let it slip through our fingers. We were all really excited about it. We wanted to share more about ourselves and we wanted to potentially help some people along the way. So uh, we were really excited and didn't want to wait for everything to really get all. We were just like, yeah, the 30th sounds perfect. And I was like, yes, let's do it. That's launch day. It's fine. Servers will be down. I have had no <laughs> server issues whatsoever. I'm like, Warcraft, it's like you knew. <laughs> it's been amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, really no queue to log in. Yeah. Like, not really any lag. Um, Not overcrowding on mm -hmm. the questing stuff. Yeah. It's been amazing. It has been. <laughs> so uh, before we get too, too into exactly what the show is going to be, uh, just really quickly about myself. I am a professional Twitch streamer and podcaster. I am a big part of the A-Move TV network. You guys may know me from uh, either The Gamers Inn or The Angry Chicken. Those are kind of the two big, long-running podcasts that I am a part of. So uh, that's basically me in a very, very small, very, very quick nutshell. Uh, podcasting, yay. <laughs> so... <laughs> You've been podcasting for how long? Oh, uh, coming up on five years, actually, wow. which is kind of crazy time. when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it feels like it shouldn't be that long. But then when you talk about like when Jules and I met was about six months after I'd started podcasting. And when I start to think like, oh, yeah, we started in, you know, November 2011. Hang on. It's about to be September 2016. Um <laughs> I should probably be a whole lot better considering I have five years of experience now. <laughs> no, I think that's 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 just a fallacy. You know, we learn things change so much in this mm. industry, too. Um, you know, the way you just launched into that intro, there is a lot of experience that came out of that right there. <laughs> so give yourself more credit, girlfriend, because you've been doing this a long time and you're really good at it. I can't believe that it's taken us this long to actually launch a show together, considering how we've both been podcasting about the same amount of time and we have both been such good friends. This is insane that this is our first go 
at it, but it is our first go and I'm really excited to tell you guys about slaying demons. So what we've decided to do is the three of us, we're each going to bring a topic to the table each week. It's going to be one of our demons, something that we are struggling with, uh, that we like to, we would like to share. We would need some, you know, help and support and a little bit of, uh, just direction in terms of like how to navigate through what it is that we're dealing with. So, um, I think I have no idea what Nevermore is going to talk about this week, but I'm excited to hear it. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so the (laughs) (laughs) the idea is, uh, we had a kind of, a, a personal ongoing chat between the three of us. And we got to the point where we were saying essentially exactly what we were going to do for the show, but we had it in a text chat and we were just like, we need to talk more, you know, like we miss our weekly events and stuff. And it would be really cool. Like, here's all the things that's going on. And it's like, why don't we just share this? Like, are you guys okay with sharing? Cause I kind of want to share. And you yeah. know, like uh, the, so I feel that a lot of the things that we're struggling with, there were probably three or four kind of aha moments for me, at least in the last, I guess, two months or so where I would reach out to you guys and say like, look, there's this thing. I know it's dumb or I know it's, you know, probably way out there or I'm crazy, but this is what I'm thinking. And like instantly both Jules and Nevermore like, oh my God, I know. And here's what happened to me. And this is my experience. And it's just like lightning in a bottle. Like this needs to be a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be some raw, real stuff that we're going to be talking about, but I think it's very Uh, It's going to be very therapeutic. And also accountability is a huge thing when you're trying to make changes, you know, Um, (laughs) that's going to be the big thing for all of us is acknowledging the demons that are are haunting us and then putting it out there actually makes us want to change that. Yeah, because I know uh, personally, one of the big things and, and one of the things that we were talking about as maybe the sole focus for the show, and we decided to make it a little bit broader, is just uh, basically a struggle constantly with weight. And yes. I've been wanting to make a change. And actually, this is kind of going to lead right into what my demon of the week is, which is maintaining a healthy lifestyle. I've been wanting to change the way that I do things. And I had a few kind of um, slaps in the face (laughs) in the last little while in terms of uh, my physical appearance and my weight. And it just like... I totally lost my train of thought where I was going with that, (laughs) but I've been wanting to make the change for a while. And I find I often think, and I keep it to myself that, you know, oh, I need to make a change or I need to eat better or I need to get more exercise or I need to, I need to, I need to, but not actually saying like, this is my goal. I'm just like, oh, I want to be thinner by CreateCon. I want to look better by Nutecular. I want to look better by BlizzCon. And then those things come and go. And I'm just like, I don't look better. I don't want to take pictures with people. I just want to like burn the whole place to the ground because then no one will see what I look like. (laughs) Too busy looking at the fire. (laughs) Like I just, you know, I've had so many of those like milestones, air quotes, and uh, and I haven't done anything or hit anything because I haven't had uh, anyone to keep me accountable, whether it's viewers, listeners, co-hosts, whatever. I haven't had anybody else to be like... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you probably shouldn't eat that entire cake to yourself. 
So I'll virtually said, smack it out of your hand. <laughs> Done. But, <laughs> you said you had a couple of uh, of slaps in the face. Did you want to talk about any of those? Uh, sure. Like a, or an example? <laughs> I can I can give kind of two. I think that are. I guess the most kind of the most smack in the facey, the the most recent. Um, so the, a lot of you probably know that I moved recently. Uh, I did a cross country move and I got rid of a whole heck of a lot of stuff. And I had one box that was like my off season clothes, which at that point I moved in the winter. So my off season stuff was the summer and we went to go start playing soccer. None of my sports clothes fit. None of my clothes that I went to go put on to go buy new sports clothes fit. (laughs) So I was just like, it is like 25 degrees out Canadian Celsius. So it's hot. (laughs) It's like, I guess, like probably 85 to 90 in American. Yep. Yep. So, you know, it's hot. I need a T-shirt or shorts and I had nothing. So I had to literally wear like winter clothes out shopping for soccer shorts because I didn't have any clothing that fit. And then I think probably the my moment that was like, I'm just going to give up. I don't care. I'm going to be 400 pounds and that's just the way it's going to be was uh, I had a couple of weeks after Pokemon Go launched where I felt like I had. Why, why are you laughing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So for audio <laughs> listeners, Nevermore has a cattail in her face. <laughs> if it wasn't one, it would have been one of us eventually. It just happened to be me. <laughs> you know, as Jocelyn's oh. pouring her heart out, yeah. we're like laughing. I know. I'm like, I just said I had given up and was just going to be 400 pounds. And that's what was going to happen. And apparently that's hilarious. So thanks for the support. Oh. The cat just broke Sorry. the ice. Oh, man. <laughs> So anyways, um, I'd had a few weeks where I was eating fairly well and I had been getting going out and getting exercise like we were walking anywhere from, you know, four to six K a day in general, which was, you know, a lot of exercise. And I I was I was feeling better. And then we went down to Florida for CreateCon and I saw some of the pictures of myself and I had been I was at a friend's house and he had a scale in the bathroom and I was like, you know what? I've had a few like good weeks. Like I must be losing some weight. And I stood on the scale and I was 200 pounds like on the dot. But I like I cracked that, too. And my previous like high, I should start losing weight. Weight was 170. And mm-hmm. I was just like, so I've been exercising and eating well. And I realize it's been like only a few weeks, but the last time I stepped on a scale, I was like 190. So sometime in the last two months, in spite of me making positive changes, I've gained 10 pounds. Fuck you. Like, yes. <laughs> fuck <Yes>. you. <laughs> what worse way to just lance through your heart yeah. to say, <laughs> you know, just screw it. I'm not going to try anymore because everything I try, you know, because it feels like sacrifice. Mm-hmm. When you're I, going after that, you're feeling like it's sacrifice. Like I ate better. I exercised more. I don't want to fucking do this. You know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, what do I want to do? I want to drink a bottle of wine a night. I want to eat my weight in cheese. I would like to put some chocolate on top of that cheese and just live my life that way. And I had to say no to all of those things. And I had to eat green, which like, bleh. <laughs> and then 
then I had to go outside. Do you know that there's like sun outside? Do I look like someone who sun is a positive thing for? No, I do not. <laughs> so do you have to go outside and get fresh air? I'm like literally smacking my mic out of the way right now. <laughs> to go outside so and get fresh air. <laughs> it was more my air quotes were just my hands are too much. Um, but yeah, so to have to do those things, it did feel like a big sacrifice. And I wasn't expecting huge change. What I was expecting was more of the same, maybe one or two lower. And I got 10 higher and I was just like, table flip, give me all the pictures. We're just getting smashed and we're doing bad things. And I don't even care. <laughs> like I'm on vacation and calories don't count. <laughs> yeah. Turns That's out they such do. such an easy trap, though. It's mm-hmm. such an easy trap of traveling and being like, oh, it's just like, you know, a lunch or whatever. But like it turns into lunch and then breakfast and, <laughs> and then, dinner you know, and yeah. all the different meals and then travel snacks. And it just kind of you start rolling when it's that, which is why I think like. BlizzCon as a goal for certain people, you know, but then you get there and you're like, you have to really stick to your guns. And like, <laughs> yeah. how hard is it for like, when you go out to like, um, family gatherings and things like that, where you don't want to like offend people like my work, <laughs> I work from someone's home and there's a group of us, they buy us lunch every day. Okay. <laughs> so they pay for it. And there's different people in charge of each day choosing what we're having. So we have like the same places over and over again. So you have the repetitive healthy salad (laughs) eight times, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, there's not really number one healthy options, but because we work from a house, my boss's wife will walk through and be like, here's fresh baked hot cookies. (laughs) Like, how do you freaking say no to hot cookies that are like right in your face? Like, I'm like, yes, please. I'll have two. I mean, three, please. (laughs) Yeah. One for the road, you know, she's handing out to you. You're like, oh, I'll just have an extra one. She's like, oh, this was the bad batch. The real good batch is coming in like 15 minutes. And you're like, (laughs) seriously, I can't take it. You're the sweetest little old lady, but stop feeding me cookies. (laughs) And there's like every single day, every single day, we make hundreds and hundreds of food choices every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about it, you think about everything that you, you know, if you go to a store, what are you going to buy to bring home to eat from the store? If you're out on the road, you're deciding if you're going to eat something on the road or you're going to cook something at home. There's so many things that we make decisions on that after a while we, you know, I think we're just fatigued. Mm. We just get tired of it and we just say, oh, just screw it. I'm just going to grab that bag of chips because it's easier and it's, you know, I've struggled with this in my entire life. And I also have a genetic structure that will allow me to gain weight like this, you know? Mm -hmm. And so going through huge amounts of transition and stress and depression makes it that much harder to even do that. And, you know, I think all of us have dealt with this in our, in our own ways. None of us have the answers, Mm -hmm. but Um, you know, I know for absolute certain that the only way that I can maintain even a, even a a smidgen of a healthy weight is that if I exercise more, Mm. like I have to. And because 
it worked when I was like 18. (laughs) I'm 42. It doesn't work the same anymore. Yeah. And I think that that's part of my struggle as well is that, you know, I've, I have been 100% blessed with a six foot tall athletic body. I have, you know, I've, I've never, ever, ever had to work for it. I played soccer and very competitive volleyball. I did track and field. Like I was pretty much in a competitive sport 12 months out of the year, which is a lot in Canada because, you know, like there's a lot of people that take the winter off because it's so freaking cold. You can't do anything. But, you know, like there there are things you can do. And I was in something from the time I was five until I was about uh, when did I finish college? I would have been about 25, 26. And I was still playing like competitive varsity volleyball in college. So I had something that I enjoyed doing and didn't feel like exercise. For my whole entire life, when my metabolism was great anyway, and even though I was a big drinker in college, I would go out drinking and dancing. So I would be standing all night. And when I wasn't standing, I was dancing. So, you know, anything I was taking in in my mass consumption of alcohol, which I'm not saying this is a healthy lifestyle, but (laughs) anything I was taking in, I was burning off by standing or dancing. And now I pour a glass of wine and I watch some Netflix or I play some heroes or, you know, like I sit on my big fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) But I never, ever, ever had to try to fit it in, I guess, you know, like I never had to make space in my schedule, in my mind for any kind of physical activity. And now that I'm working from home, like I there's sometimes where it is like Saturday and I realize I haven't gone outside since the previous Saturday. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, where how did that even happen? Like I go upstairs, I see my roommates, I play with their adorable little baby, you know, I help them out as much as possible. I do my work down, you know, in my studio and then I go to bed and I'm just like, I, it, I even order groceries now and Matt picks them up on his way home from work. Like I don't even need to go out grocery shopping. (laughs) Yeah. Convenience is great, but convenience. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, for, I know for me, I, I just came back, uh, from a trip to New Jersey to visit my parents and my dad who is in his late sixties is in better physical shape than I am. And I went out walking with dad um, about three times this weekend when I was with him and they bought me uh, a new pair of uh, running shoes because I my other ones were so frayed and worn away (laughs) that I was getting blisters on the back of my heel and I was putting Band-Aids on them to try to keep them going. Uh, as long as I could, because I didn't have the money to buy new ones. And uh, so, you know, but that kind of jump started me like to say, I'm going to make an effort on this now. I'm going to um, try, you know, because I'm pretty much like you, Joss, I'm working from home technically Mm. as well. And so I could sit all day (laughs) and not even think about it. Yeah. It doesn't work that way when you're trying to lose weight, (laughs) especially when you get to a certain point in your life where, you know, you don't have the metabolism of of an 18 year old. Like I really felt like as soon as I turned 30, my body was just like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) Like, I don't want to move. I don't want to sports. I don't want to, you know, just, you know, chill and we'll just get fat. (laughs) Yeah. But that is not, you know, it's not what you want. And then the vicious cycle happens of saying, Mm -hmm. this is too hard. I don't want to do it. And so I'm just going to let myself go. And then you see a picture of yourself and go, 
I'm a fat slob and I hate myself and I've got to fix this. I mean, it's horrible. It's yeah. a horrible, horrible cycle. And all three of us are nodding because we've all it's done true. it. <laughs> it's totally true. Just anything like that, like, especially like trips and stuff, not even just eating, but, um, going to Nerdtacular and like the, whatever up in the mountain, what do you call that? I can't think of it. Snowbird? Of my head. Elevation. Oh, oh the elevation. <laughs> um, if you're not used to that, like, mm. I mean, we went up that hill. We're like huffing and we're standing there. We're just like looking around, like pretending like we're not dying yeah. on the inside. Aren't we're the like, views oh, wonderful. Everything, yeah, everything's okay. <sighs> you know, and like yeah. it, just like Disneyland, like running around Disneyland, like my calves will start to like tighten up and like get like cramps and stuff. And I'm just like, this is horrible. Like, I don't. I don't want to be that way. I want to have fun and not like worry about all that stuff. Um, and I don't want, you know, the memories to be negative of, Oh my God, look at that picture. I look horrible. You know, I want to look at those pictures and be like, that's me with my friends and we're having a great time and it's a good memory, you know, like I don't want it to like shadow over that with this negativity. So, well, I will say like, there was a point probably two weeks ahead of CreateCon that if we hadn't had our hotel and flights pre-booked, I wouldn't have gone because really? I, I was feeling that terrible about myself. And I was just like, you know what? If I can wait until BlizzCon and really apply myself, maybe I can go to BlizzCon. But I don't want anyone to see me right now, <laughs> which is like when you are it's like super intimidating and super frustrating when you know that not only are you going to be in this social situation with people who you don't see very often, but then, you know, you're also going to be up on a stage and you're expected to be there and you're expected to perform and, you know, educate and entertain and all of these things. And the whole time you're sitting there for eight hours of the day, you're going, aren't I disgusting? Please don't look at me. My hair is awful. My makeup is terrible. And none of my hair and makeup and clothes can hide the fact that I don't feel or look good. (laughs) Yeah. And And so to to just have that on a loop when you're in front of 100 people, like, I don't like public speaking anyway. And like most of CreateCon, I felt like I was just going to (laughs) vomit. God, that is such a terrible feeling and nothing, you know, doesn't matter if anybody says to you, oh, Jocelyn, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful. Mm. It doesn't matter. It's the narrative that's in your own head. And, you know, this show is about acknowledging the demons in order to help to slay them. We're not going to slay them in a show. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. You know? And, and so I feel like we, after we close each topic, we'd be like, demon acknowledged. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because this one is going to be ongoing, I know, for me. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And for Nevermore and for Jocelyn. And so, what are you, you trying know, to we say, make- <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so Zing. much. <laughs> Way to be supportive. <laughs> Good God, girl. You know, uh, way to dangle your podcast partner out on a limb. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny, though, because uh, just like what you were saying about the comment of people can tell you that you look great. You know, like Matt, my my boyfriend is wonderful and he does that all the time. And it, it's not coming from a, him at all. It's all within my head. And it's really, really funny because about, you know, four ish years ago, before I moved out to Halifax, I remembered 
thinking at that time I put on too much weight. I was too fat. I was about 160 pounds at that time. And I remember thinking like, I don't look good. None of my clothes fit. And that would have been like, I had the same set of clothes from the time I was like 16 until the time I was 26. So I was just like, you know, and so I hit kind of 27, 28 and then was just like, my clothes don't fit anymore. I'm a fat cow. And I look back at pictures of myself from four to five years ago and I'm like, I'm a freaking hottie. Like, you can see my collarbones. Like, (laughs) five years ago, Joss had it going on. Exactly. (laughs) So, and it's so funny to know that, like, my picture of myself in my head 40 pounds ago was just as bad, if not worse, as right now. So then, again, that makes me think, why the fuck do I even bother? If I know I wasn't happy with how I looked 40 pounds ago, why bother losing that 40 pounds? Why not just feel terrible, terrible about myself always? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, just to say that out loud is so courageous. It's so courageous because it's so hard to say that out loud. Um, and we've all done it. You know, you go back and you look at the pictures and you say, at that point, I thought I was horrible and grotesque. And I just I would kill to be there right now. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's it's a perspective. You know, we can go into a whole lot of other things um, about what we do, especially as women to ourselves (laughs) to compare each other. That's probably another demon for another week. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But um, but I'd say this demon is acknowledged and the war is on. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> I need my I need my friends to help me DPS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, we should talk about our our roles on this mm. show, right? <laughs> <laughs> When we were first talking about our concept for the show, we were kind of saying how we should, you know, kind of split it up a little bit and, you know, like take different roles because Nevermore takes a very like tanky, stay on target, like grr, kind of a role. And uh, I tend to be like a pow, 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 DPS-y type role. And Jules obviously is our healer because she just keeps us uplifted and focused and happy all the time. So, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to need some help on this one. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in my head that needs to get killed. <laughs> and I think for next week, I, I would say, you know, to come with one thing, one realization of something that you could do for yourself that wouldn't be, you know, like something that you feel like you could make a change. Like for me, my change was, I am going to make a commitment to walk every day Hmm. that I can. And that is, you know, um, I, my dad has a Fitbit. Um, I, I have a Garmin that I wear. It's been around for a while and I've actually thought about getting a Fitbit too, so that I can use my dad as motivation. When he goes out for a walk, I go out for a walk too. Yeah. My Um, friend has a Fitbit and that's what he said is like, being in that community and able to kind of gamify it a little bit and see, which is what I thought Pokemon was going to do for me. But then without any kind of like leaderboard or anything, like there was no outside motivation. But apparently you can be in like a Fitbit group and see people's like yep. graphs and steps and, yeah. and things. And, and that that you might be helpful with each other, I think which is too. what I think I need. I need to be competitive. <laughs> I need to be like, oh, Jules did 10,000. Well, I'm going to be dude 10,002. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, let's go look. Well, well, when we're done with the show, we'll look at Fitbits and see what we decide. Because I'm, I'm totally game to, for picking one up. Because mm. I have one. I have the little um, 
small one, not the wrist one, but like the little key fobby kind of whatever yeah. that you wear or whatever. Um, but I actually don't know if I want to upgrade to it or not. Cause I, I mean, it's been, I haven't charged it for forever. I haven't plugged <laughs> it in for forever. Um, that's incentive for me, but I think that the one that does heart rate and stuff tracks stuff better from what yeah. I hear. Um, like, not, cause with the other one, it's tracked steps really well, but not so much like other activities. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to be doing other stuff, I kind of want it to move more with me. So I don't know. I might look into upgrading. I'm not sure yet. So well, that's and a good, your yeah. goals might be different than ours too. Mm-hmm. And maybe something we could do is if we all had a Fitbit is we could have a group that listeners could join and compete with us absolutely i'd be down for that for sure even more motivation and more competition sounds wonderful (laughs) gamify (laughs) your workout exactly so that is my demon of the week so uh jules why don't you tell us a little bit about your demon of the week this week so my demon is a little bit different um mine is actually trying to not feel like a stranger in my own skin lately. Um, and I can't, I can't go into tremendous amounts of detail about this, the reasons why, but I can talk about some of it. Um, I mean, uh, it's been known out in the public that, uh, this has been a huge year of change for me. Um, uh, I got divorced. Um, I moved twice. I, I changed my job. I moved to a new city. Um, and I'm going to start getting emotional because here it comes. Uh, <laughs> I know. I can hear it in your, yeah, I, I can know, hear it in your I voice. Know. And I'm just like, oh, God, Jules, I got through all my demon without crying. <laughs> like I get, but I can feel it like right behind my eyes now. <laughs> yep. Because I yep. know like it's right there, we've been there for you for the last six or seven months while you've been going through a lot of this stuff. And I mean, it's just it's broken my heart to hear some of the things that you've had to go through and I just I I don't even know how I would deal with that I went through similar things um a couple of years ago but not to the extent that you did like I I was lucky I wasn't actually married so it wasn't as difficult to I guess make that break But um, still the same sort of things like had to move out, had to, you know, re, I guess, find yourself is a a good way to put it. Like in a in a city where I didn't know anybody outside of, you know, my ex's friends and family. And, you know, like I was so isolated and and having to do that move. But man, to to do as much as you have done in the last six months and to have been subjected to what you've been subjected to. Oh, man, my heart just breaks for you, hon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it, you just do it. You just you, you go through it. You get it done. Um, but it's there's this now there's this person that's here. Um, I don't recognize her sometimes. I don't know who she is fully because I'm still learning. And the scary part about it is that I don't know when it's going to stop. You know, like, I don't know when the feeling of me not feeling like I know who I am is going to stop. Like, I know who Jewel Scott is. <laughs> I know what this is. I yeah. know what my, you know, my my friends are, what my community is. But the outside, the, the stuff that you guys don't see, the everyday, um, me finding my way in a new city, having to, you know, use Google Maps to find my way home every day <laughs> from different places, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I don't know where I am. <laughs> and, um it's a strange, strange feeling. I haven't been, 
Um, I haven't been single since, <laughs> since about 1999. <laughs> um, so it's this weird, like I have this new name now that I haven't used since 1999 <laughs> and it's hard to sign my name, you know? So my demon is just to, to acknowledge the fact that everything isn't the same anymore. And how do I deal with that? You know, like, how do I function? Um, and there are days where I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, good. Like, I'm, I'm ready to rock this shit. And then there are days I'm like, what the fuck is going on in my life? Like, how did I, I get here? How did I get here? Yeah. yeah. And it's so, so, um, that those are, those are my demons right now. And there's really, you know, my mom will say to me, um, honey, you need, you know, she's like, do you, do you realize that you've only been in Minneapolis since the beginning of July <laughs> and now it's beginning, almost the beginning of September. She's like, you haven't given yourself any time mm-hmm. to get used to anything. And I'm just like, come on, let's go. Come on. <laughs> like, I feel like I should be I should be more grounded than I am right now. Well, and I feel like maybe it's my pressure. Yeah. That little word right there that should. Yeah. Like there is no reason for anyone to think that they should anything. You do what you can, when you can, how you can, and no one can ask any more than that. That's it. That is that is who you are. So there is no such thing as should you don't need to do or feel anything. You just need to do and feel you. You do you, Jules. <laughs> do you, boo-boo. <laughs> you know, and it, it's a, I guess it's a fractured, like it's integrating two parts of my personality now into one personality. Um, it, because I, I know you know, this whole thing, this community, this, this podcasting, um, performing, doing things for the community, all those things. Like I've done that for the last four years. I know it, it's mine. I get it. It's comfortable. It's cool. But the outside of that is completely disjointed. It's disconnected. It's like, who is that? Who is she? Mm -hmm. And it's hard. You know, it, it's hard sometimes, you know, when it's, when it's, it's quiet and there's not a whole lot of like, there's no work and there's no other stuff. It's like, what else is there? Mm-hmm. And who am I supposed to be now? Um, trying to identify with being, um, on my own, which is so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> like it's just, so that's, that's my demon right now. Um, my parents were awesome this weekend. Um, they just let me cry a lot, you know, (laughs) what I had to do. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. I know I cried a lot when I was living by myself, not necessarily because I was unhappy with me or my situation. It was just so much new. And at some points it felt so like crushingly lonely 
because yeah. you know that and thank god i got a cat <laughs> those of you who, who know my cat thrall is just the most adorable non-cat cat ever he's just like super affectionate and wants to be like on and around me all of the time and that was really what i needed to kind of reground myself to the fact that like okay i have something i need to take care of i have something that loves me and it doesn't have to be a person i am you know like i am fine on my own and I have this little thing to love. And that was that was kind of the thing that I needed to to get myself back into my life because I had this I, I did. I built this like wall and I had this this apartment that was just me. And like I didn't let anyone into anything because I was just like, nope, 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 nope. Basically, the same reasons that they're the same things that you were talking about, just not knowing yep. like who I was, what I liked, what I wanted to do with my time, even outside of the the streaming and the podcasting. So yeah, I feel like we just, we have gone through some of the uh, similar kind of changes, just finding yourself again. And I feel like part of it might be because what we do as our job is also a hobby. And so it's just like, well, I don't want to play games and I don't want to stream and I don't want to podcast because that's work. Uh, like what what is my hobby now? Like what is my extras? <laughs> so yeah. and, and that's that's something to get used to, too, because I find now I'm I'm working a lot like I'm working, you know, anywhere from 12 to 16 hours a day because the things that I do for work are the things that I used to do for hobbies. So it's just like my whole entire day is filled with what's now work. So it's the same thing. Trying yeah. to find that outside, that extra, that you that isn't this is very, very difficult. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and so there's there's no immediate fix to this. It's acknowledging that it's there. A lot of people, you know, have had no idea, mm. you know, what has been going on because I've had to keep it so close to my chest. It's almost, almost completely over now. And so... Um, you know, one of the things that was really difficult is that I was financially very strapped. Mm. Um, and that has now changed <laughs> as of yesterday. Huzzah! Uh, yes, <laughs> I now I now have received uh, the payments that I needed from the settlement of my of my divorce, which I can't talk about, obviously. But uh, <laughs> but what it did do is it allowed me to breathe a little bit more uh, financially and not feel like I couldn't do anything. So now I can actually, you know, start to build my life now. You know, I bought some furniture yesterday. That's exciting. Um, it's like you get to figure out who you are because I know in the situation I was in, I never felt like I had my own space or my influence on on our space, I guess is a good way to put it. So then once I was out on my own, I was like, oh, my God, I get to actually figure out what kind of things that I want in my apartment. Like what what does Jocelyn like? What does Jocelyn want? And turning that little voice in your head to be like, screw everyone else. This is your space, bitch. <laughs> like just what do you want. <laughs> and that's a hard question to answer, but it's also a fun and exciting question to get to answer. There's been so much fun and exciting about this journey as well. I mean, I, I mean, how many times do you get to go and live in a brand new city and explore and, and discover it for the first time? And I've really started to to get used to that and, and get comfortable with it. Um, yeah, I think it's good because I've been, you know, just to be frank, I've been really scared for a long time. 
And for the first time, I don't need to be scared anymore. And that's awesome. Like, it's so cool. So yeah, it's, it's still working through, but it's getting better. So there's my demon. Demon acknowledged. (laughs) Acknowledged. I am so proud of you for talking about that. And you didn't cry. You get you got a little uh, yeah. choky, but you you didn't actually. I'm yay. <laughs> well done. Oh, you know it won't be the first time. <laughs> like I'm actually like I've been easy to cry lately. Like and that's not me. That hasn't been me for a long time. But mm-hmm. these days I'd be like boom out cry. Like me you too. Know? So in the last like yeah. two years, I feel like now it's just like almost insta cry anything even gets a little bit emotional like i i cry in movies i cry like (laughs) just all the time as soon as i start thinking about anything that's even remotely emotional i'm just like boom i like i start talking about it and i'm choking up and i'm just like what (laughs) like this is not who you were exactly (laughs) like when Uh, when did i get so smooshy Oh, goodness. Well, thank you guys for listening about my demon. Um, and I think it is now Nevermore's turn. It is. And this is a super uh, surprise demon, so I'm excited. <laughs> so, I mean, with the exception of, like, weight and struggling with that, which we already talked about, we all have the same problem. Um, since that's not necessarily the main focus, um, stuff that I've noticed with me lately probably in the like last couple years um i've i mean my sister and i have i'm a twin and we've always had um where we like things a certain way but i'm not like super ocd where like my house is totally clean and blah blah and everything (laughs) has a place like totally not like that um but there's certain things that trigger little ocd things um that ben and i have actually had to like work through because you know he has so like like setting up at a con, um, I want things a certain way, and it's hard for me to communicate that. So we've kind of had to learn. Like he'll ask me a question, like how can I help you? You know, instead of like trying to do it, and me freak out and be like, that's not how I want it, and then we fight, blah blah. blah. <laughs> so anyway, um, little anxiety or little OCD things I've noticed have triggered anxiety things, which I never really thought I had issues with. I guess. Um, it's been the last couple years that I've seriously noticed, like it become not necessarily a problem, but like a reoccurring thing, uh, frequently, like not all the time. Um, so just stuff like that, like, and some of it's super silly, totally random, makes no sense. Um, and other stuff is just, it's overwhelming. So like, for example, (laughs) uh, we go to a store, Ben puts his hands in his pockets instantly my brain's like they're watching us they think we're stealing <laughs> like it's happening and it, he'll look at me and i'll just have like this look on my face and he'll take his hands out of his pocket he's like you know nothing's gonna happen right like, my brain knows this <laughs> like, but i can't like control it like or if i see a cop like i'm like they're watching me like i'm on my best behavior driving my car like so I tend to singing to the radio, not doing it. I mean, and I'm never doing anything wrong. You know what I mean? I have a seatbelt on. I'm not on my phone. It's just, it's, I, it's just something that triggers it. It's something really silly. But at my work, 
uh, one of the girls who actually was a coworker that I was working out with, by the way, going back to that. Um, <laughs> so we were working out once a week, but we've not been doing that for like the past probably 10 to 12 weeks. And I've noticed a difference. So <laughs> that sucks. So that's part of it too. So yeah. anyway, uh, the reason why is she's been kind of having a lot of stress and things in her life and a whole bunch of things changing um, for herself. So she's actually made the decision to like go to school and stuff like that. So she's only been working part time starting as of like last week. Well, it was like way more intensive than she was originally thinking. So she was just kind of gone for a few days instead of just working like from eight to noon, like she was supposed to. And I'm supposed to take over her role at work, um, which is total chaos, like no organization, you know, stuff like that. So it was really overwhelming for me. So trying to transition to her workspace, which is kind of crazy and chaotic. Um, I spent a lot of time the first day she wasn't there organizing it, moving things around. We kind of talked about stuff that we needed to make it work as a partnership, you know, uh, getting stuff when she leaves for me to finish in the afternoon, stuff like that. Well, apparently over the weekend in that area, the space that I had kind of organized out of the whole chaoticness, um, they added shelving where we needed it there. Well, they like pulled everything of the chaos <laughs> off the shelf and then shoved everything back completely just anywhere it fit back on there. Oh, and I didn't know this. So, you know, I woke up and I got ready for work and I'm like, one, I don't really want to go to work. It's Monday morning, like everybody else in the world. <laughs> Two, hadn't had coffee yet. And I walk in and I like prepared myself, you know, if she's not here because she's stressed out, no big deal. I'll just kind of get my stuff together, find a project, get it done. And I walked in to see that and I was just like, I could just tell like that my face, like I was probably like, Oh, like, just like, oh my God, like what's happening? Like, uh, and like, I was trying to like communicate that, you know, and like, she was kind of in the mode of like, okay, we got to get stuff done, you know? And I'm just like, I can't work like this. Like yeah, all the yeah. hard work that I did is just gone. Like, so my brain was kind of just going crazy. And I like had to kind of talk myself down out of that where normally I have Ben who's like, <laughs> you're okay like we're fine like not like that not like over yeah well no but uh, i mean when you're talking panic attacks like sometimes you do need someone to just sit there and say you're okay the world is not ending you are safe like you are physically safe it's okay and you need someone to do that and it doesn't matter if you're having a panic attack over work being messy or going outside or you know some actual like physical danger like you have the same panic response so Mm -hmm. like if if what you need is someone to tell you that you're okay there's nothing wrong with that you don't have to say it's silly because i totally get that (laughs) yeah exactly and like she oh go ahead go ahead oh go ahead you're fine i think you have to acknowledge too that in order for you to feel like you are comfortable you need to have control over your situation Cause that, you know, tie that together to your, your craft projects and the, and getting ready for a convention and then being in a workspace. If you're, if your workspace in both places is disorderly and uncontrolled, you can't function. Exactly. 
And so, and that's just, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just who you are. It's what you need in order to be able to, because your brain is, is functioning with order, like an order system. It has to be, I need to be able to find this in order to do this and to make this happen. I need to know where this is. And if I don't know where this is, I'm going to stress out until I have, cause then I have to go find it and I'm going to waste all this time. And it's just, there's, there's, there's a need that is that it needs to be acknowledged and it needs to be verbalized and it's not OCD. It's just you being someone who needs to know that you have control over your situation. Exactly. Well, and it was hilarious because I had gone to the store and like, I've been getting small organizers and things for the desk at work. Cause I mean, it's not like a nice work environment where it's like super clean and everything. So like, I would just go to Goodwill and be like, okay, $2 for this thing that I can throw pencils and scissors in, you know, cause she had nothing, you know, I was trying to like build from scratch. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I kind of grabbed a couple things like that. Well, over the weekend at Target, I got like in the dollar section, like thumbtacks that are like round and they're like colored or whatever. So I bought those because I had like seven that were like random and just they were just there. So I'm like, these are cute, whatever. So after I walked in and everything was like crazy like that, like I opened them and I put them in like the drawer organizer thing I got and I'm kind of stirring them. And like my friend came over and I'm like, this is my happy place right now. (laughs) I I took a picture of it. I'll tweet it a little bit when we're done but I'm like staring at going this is this is my happy place because it was like the only clean thing like out of I mean the desk was cleared off which before it was totally cluttered with everything on it and I'm like I can't work like that like we gotta start fresh like if you don't know what it is and what it's for we gotta get rid of it well that was clean and she had also had a project set up on it which was spread out all over it which is fine that is the purpose of why I clean the desk for us to use it and whatever but the rest of it I was like I can't take it anymore I can't take it but no the whole crafting thing before this last convention, I actually like pulled everything out because like I had organizers, but it wasn't exactly in the right place and things were in multiple containers and crap like that. So I like pulled everything out, rearranged it, label makered everything, (laughs) everything. So then for when I was went to make something, um, I went to go find it. I'm like, well, crap. Like, where is this going to be? You know, where am I going to find it? It could be anywhere. And I went in there and I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot. Like, I had organized this, you know, and like I went and I looked and I was like, oh, my God, it's right there. And I'm like in this little container inside this like labeled big box. And I'm like, it was like the most refreshing breath of air. It was it was ridiculous. And I told Ben, I'm like, the whole house isn't like this, but I'm working towards this for everything. Like I want to go through like boxes that haven't been unpacked and stuff like that. And I'm just like, it was so nice. And there's a site. Um I love it. It kind of repeats the same things, but in a way it's good. And it's called Unfuck Your Habitat. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds really stupid, but I mean, they'll have steps like, you know, unfuck your morning, like get your clothes out the night before, you know, do this or whatever. Or like this past weekend. I I actually I feel like I need that because I was just thinking uh, I already know what my demons for the next like four or five episodes are going to be, because like I know that you guys, well, you ladies might know this, but the the audience definitely doesn't. I'm actually pretty fucked up. So I know what my (laughs) demons are uh, way out. But uh, my one for next week is literally going to be the fact that I can't 
organize my shit at all. And I feel like I'm going to give you a panic attack just by explaining to you the level of organization in my life or lack thereof. Well, see, that's the thing, though, is that I want it to be perfect like that. I'll label maker it and everything. And when it can't be. My brain's just like, I'm done, like checking out, like, and my mom and my sister and I are all three both like that. We want, we have the good intention of getting it to that place and it never does. So I've started like a bin of craft crap I'm not keeping and things like that. But the unpack your habitat thing had this last weekend, um, like they're like, okay, we're going to do this special. I forget what they called it, but they're like, we're going to post something every little bit and you do it. Like the first one was like, just, um, Uh, start a load of laundry and they're like yes add you know detergent and turn on the water like don't cheat you know they're like (laughs) they're like calling you out on it the next one's like oh you have a spare 20 minutes like go just clear off the counter in the kitchen don't even do all the dishes just clean off the counter the next steps like make your bed don't or what they said wash your laundry for the bed or if you don't want to do that at least make your bed so it's like little steps of organization but what i like about it is that they'll show pictures other people took of the before of their area and the after of their area (laughs) of just like and they'll explain it they'll say you know i got home from work i was really tired but i spent 15 minutes and i picked up the living room or whatever so it makes you feel like it's less just you if that makes sense Mm. So, you know, the rest of the world isn't totally perfect. Their houses aren't completely clean, blah, 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 whatever. So that's something I really like. But I feel like that whole before after picture, like, I feel like that's something that I should actually do. Because if like just the off off camera view of my desk is just like I remember one time Thrall was being a total dick, which he does sometimes as much as I love him. (laughs) And he pulled on the cable for my light, which also has my webcam on it. And the webcam fell on the ground. And I was like, no, because like I hadn't vacuumed in like a week. And he has a ridiculous amount of cat hair. And literally the first comment in the chat room was something along the lines of like, wow, Joss, you should really clean your house. And I was like, I know, I know you're not supposed to see that. Oh, my God. And it's like it literally was like flashing my shame all over the Internet of like first my off camera desk shot, which is an absolute mess. And then my like disgusting, not vacuumed cat haired floor like and it's even it's not carpet. So it's that much more noticeable because it's hardwood. So it's like there's just cat hair everywhere. And yeah, this is here for a reason. My desk is between like the dining table, which is full of crap, and the living room, and then behind me is the door to the bedroom. So it's like it's like everything was like in my camera shot. So I'm like, I need a thing. (laughs) I just asked, I'm like, is a curtain stupid? I need need to cover my shame. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Demon acknowledge. That is the show title right there. (laughs) I need to cover my shame. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, long story short, um, it's a lot of anxiety and a lot of organizational blah, blah. So (laughs) there you go. Demon Demon acknowledge. acknowledge. (laughs) And we actually, from your story, have a wonderful resource for those of you who are also struggling with control and or organization in your life. And we'll probably talk about it more next week because, like I mentioned, that is going to be my uh, my demon for next week. But uh, that is unfuckyourhabitat.com. I looked it up and I found it. So it's, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so definitely everyone go and check that out. I think uh, that's actually, we are way over what I thought that we were going to be for timing on this episode. Um, 
We are intending on having a listener feedback section so you guys can actually send in your demons if you would like us to discuss them and maybe give you a little bit of insight and advice. Again, this is not any sort of substitute for going and seeing a professional if that's what you feel, but um, we are more than willing to tackle anything that you guys want to throw at us. So uh, if you want to send your demons in, you can do so to demonspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter. We are at demonspodcast. I know it's an egg. We don't have finalized show art yet. We don't have a logo, which I know I need to get all together in the next like 24 to 48 hours so we can actually post this on iTunes. But uh, by the way, I super like the background and the font. Yeah. You, yeah. you and like I'm not the just saying that because I subconsciously knew what you made and bought a tree background. <laughs> I just, out of all the patterns I found, I was like, oh, this seems never more-ish, blah, blah, blah. And then Jocelyn's like, you're going to love this show background. <laughs> yeah, like, she might know you just a little bit. Just a little, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yes thank you guys so much thank you ladies for joining me and going on this uh, crazy just bear your soul podcasting adventure with me Um, I think I think the first episode was a success I had fun I feel better I feel like a little bit of a weight off my shoulders which I think is kind of the point Um, I hope everyone in the live chat is actually enjoyed it as well for those of you who are listening to this either on YouTube or on our podcast feed we do record live on Twitch every Every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, and you can find that at twitch.tv slash jossplays. That is also where you can find the archive, you know, while I'm being lazy and don't actually get it up on time. So if you are really jonesing, then twitch.tv slash jossplays will have an automatic recording of the archive that you can check out. Um, So I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, Jules, where can everyone find you on the internets? Best place to find me is on Twitter, which is at Jules RPG. Um, if you want to check out the other shows that I do, Torrent Think Tank uh, is at Torrent Think Tank. We record on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock central, twitch.tv slash Torrent Think Tank. Awesome. And Nevermore, where can everyone find you? I am on Twitter at Quoted Nevermore. And my Etsy is geekasylum.etsy.com. There's not a lot in it, but I'm working on it. <laughs> Organization. <laughs> I yelled at the kid at work because he does this. And I'm like, Finger no, guns. Yes. I'm like, you have to say it. Finger guns. Like, Otherwise, it's just kind of douchey if you just go. <laughs> so anyway, yes, on Twitter there. And our Discord. You guys can talk to us during the week um, in our Discord channel. <laughs> which was going to be the next thing that I was going to point oh. out. We have had some pretty fantastic conversations already <laughs> over on the Joss Plays Discord. There are actually text channels. If you guys would like to share your stories publicly, you can always email them in if you want them to remain anonymous. But if you'd like to have a conversation with the community, there is both a PG-13 and an R-rated text chat just in case there's some different kinds of conversations that you want to have that you wouldn't necessarily share with your 13-year-old. So we have made that kind of division. That is over at discord.gg slash jossplays. That's J-O-C-E plays, uh, which is also, coincidentally, my Twitter and Twitch handles, so you guys can follow me over there. I am also at jossplays.com, which is where these episodes are going to post. So that is going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week.